Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined, I have a special guest co-host, and I'm joined by Miss Kindness Ramirez. She is the CEO of EBK Apothecary and Club Kindness, and we're going to learn a lot from her today. How are you doing today, Miss Kindness? I like the way you say my name. <laughs> I'm having a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I got caught off by that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we're going to start this episode as we do every episode with our fave pot and fave not pots of the moment. Um, And so I'm going to start my fave pot at the moment is actually uh your book the root family's very special garden um it's a children's book what what age group would you say it is i i bought it for my toddler and he's a little bit young for it but i feel like he can grow into it (laughs) he's gonna have to definitely grow into it yeah it's geared toward eight to twelve year old yeah (laughs) <laughs> right. That's what I, but I, I feel like it's good for adults as well. I think it's a great coffee table book. As you say, I have it on my coffee table. Uh, I love it's, that. A, it's a really great educational tool and it ties into what we'll be talking about today. But um, I just really, really, really love this book. It's beautiful. I, I love that it's a hardcover too, because those are hard to find. <laughs> it's such a nice book and the color is great. The story is great. There's a discussion guide at the back of it, which is amazing. I love discussion guides when it comes to books in any book. Um, so what's your fave pot right now? Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Like, I think you stole mine, but you made it so much better because, you know, all of those things are what I want people to feel from the book. You know, the color, the the intention and the teaching and um, what what it contains and Yes, it is geared toward the 8 to 12-year-old, but leave it on your coffee table because grandmas love it too. Yeah. Um, my favorite, my favorite, my fave pot right now, you stole mine. I'm going to go with my new t-shirt line because honestly, it was born from pot. I was smoking <laughs> pot and I was so like feeling like, man, I need a lighter. Da, da, da. And I said, hey, son, can I get a lighter? <laughs> and I literally was like, can mom get a light? And then I thought, oh my God, you know how many mothers would wear this shirt and then it would spark conversations and it's not too invasive. It's not so obvious, but it's mm-hmm. cool. And so, um, yeah, it's my can of mom get a light t-shirt because I've been wearing it every day and just <laughs> people on the street are like, that's so dope. What's up? Like, and you just meet other can of moms very easily that way. Oh, that's awesome. I, I need to get one. I love it. I, I saw a couple pictures. Yeah, I'm just launching them on Tuesday. I swear it was it was so born from inspiration by Pop. Awesome. I love it. 
so my fave knot pot, and this isn't a commercial, but it's probably going to sound like one, um, <laughs> is HungryRoot.com because I I don't hate cooking. I actually enjoy cooking, but I hate meal planning. Um, you know, for multiple people, it's 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 mm. a stressful thing to do sometimes. <laughs> Anyway, so this is about to sound like a commercial, but I do like this Hungry Root uh, service because it's actually cheaper than my groceries and um, they they plan out like the whole week for you, basically, like you pick the things and then they they put it together and they're like, here's a suggested recipe and it's all already pre-made so you don't have to like cook anything from scratch and it's all quality, like organic food. It's really good. Everything I've had, I've really liked, so... I really love food, if you can't tell. <laughs> I mean, and they they ship it right to you. They send it yes, to you. Yes, yes. And oh, it's all like winning. recyclable materials. And um, it's like all insulated so it stays cold. It's amazing. So I, I'm a pretty big fan of it. <laughs> mine is going to be, you know, similar. Again, I think you stole mine. No. <laughs> Really, it is, it's going to sound like a commercial, but it's not. It is this new skincare product that, I'm, that I've just tried. And I have really bad eczema. Mm -hmm. And everyone in cannabis is like, try this CBD cream, try this CBD cream. And frankly, nothing has really worked. I can, I can just slap some Aquaphor on my skin, you know, better. Mm -hmm. And I know like all the estheticians listening are, they're cringing when I say that. Right. But it's this skincare line, Brujita. Hmm. And it's this young woman, this young Latina woman who goes to Mexico to source her products. Um, she's been in business, I think, over eight years now. She has a wonderful story. There's a documentary on her website. I got to give it a plug because I put it, I started using it last week. And I swear, it's like the first thing I've used in, in years that I wow. know is going to heal my skin. Huh. So, yeah, Brujita, all organic. I mean, and there's a smell when I put this. Crema is one of the products. I put it on my face. And the smell, it took me back to some place in my childhood or some flowers that were growing in somebody's garden. Mm. And I can't recall it, but yeah. Oh, that's nice. I have to look that up because I, I have eczema as well. I have such dry skin. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that is like the, that's the worst part of all of the uh, extra hand washing, you know? It's like, oh no, my skin. <laughs> You should see my hands right now. I'm like hiding them from. I pictures. look like a lizard on my skin right now. Like my hands look like Aww. little lizard, little lizard paws, and I've been using a lot of things. <laughs> so Brugita, I'm gonna buy it. I relate to you, Diana. Yes. So um, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about talking to your children um, about cannabis. That is the topic today, and I can't think of a better person to have uh, with us to talk about that. So we're also going to talk about D.A.R.E. because D.A.R.E. has done so much damage over the years. And if we had more materials like Miss Kindness's book uh, to combat that, then, you know, who knows what could have happened? We don't know what could have happened, but we know what can happen. Right. We can change it now. Um, so D.A.R.E. Uh, debuted in 1983. And DARE stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education, for those who don't know. And it was spawned as part of Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign, um, which was, you know, coinciding with the war on drugs. Um, 
DARE was implemented in 75% of schools and cost taxpayers an estimated $600 million uh, a year. And obviously, we don't have to keep quoting statistics to know that it has failed <laughs> spectacularly. What has been your experience with the DARE program growing up? You know, it's so funny. You started saying all these dates, and I just started thinking about how old I am. I have a birthday coming up next week. <laughs> I have to just laugh when I think about DARE because, um, you know, I am the daughter of an officer a military man as well. So oh, wow. I grew up in a really strict household. My my parents are still very conservative in a lot of their values, although I've completely flipped them on cannabis um, for so many reasons because I've educated them. But they still remain to be very conservative. So D.A.R.E. was something I believed. I mean, really, it was like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. They're bad. People who do drugs, dare I say this, are bad. Right? Mm -hmm. Now we know that that is completely not the truth. Um, and in fact, I might argue that people who do drugs are probably closer to God. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> it is it, it was just an ineffective program. I mm -hmm. mean, it was just full of lies and obviously seated in racism. And may, that may not be obvious for some people listening, but for me, it is. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, you know, the Reagan era. I remember the commercials. I remember telling people in my youth, in my teenage years, that, you know, pot was bad and, and marijuana was bad and, and you're killing brain cells. I mean, I actually believed that cannabis killed brain cells because of all the messaging. So that's, you know, that's the importance of programming and media like this, that we can get the truth out there. Because unfortunately, I was probably a part of the the negative army. Well, I definitely was until at least my mid-20s. It was counterproductive for me. Um, <laughs> it only made me want to try drugs more. <laughs> ah. No, not all the drugs, just cannabis. Uh, yeah. I honestly, I, I always like, I, I weighed it all very, you know, thoroughly because I didn't try the drugs that had a risk of death. I really didn't for a long time. No, I shouldn't say I didn't try any of them. I, I tried acid once um and i i you know have used mushrooms but like other than that i stayed away from anything with needles or cocaine or anything like that but for me it was like cannabis it seems like the worst thing that's happening is that these people just slow down and for an overly anxious child that seemed like um heaven <laughs> you like, know, so wait you know, the worst thing yes. is that they just like sit on the couch <laughs> And I knew en enough people that were older than me, you know, in my life, like like friends, you know, um, that were already doing it that I, I was like, okay, you're fine. You, you're fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try it out myself and see what happens. And I tried it very young. I was like 12 or 13 uh, when I first tried it. I'm hearing that more so. and more, more and more as I talk with parents and as I talk with you know, um, my students and, and former students. Yeah. That, that age is about 12. Yeah. And so in that vein, did you find yourself altering the conversation about cannabis based on your children's ages? Like basically how do you deal with the conversations at different developmental stages? Well, that's a great question. And I do a whole talk on, on exactly that subject. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I talk with my children about everything based on their developmental stage. 
So as we adjust our vocabulary from our two-year-old, when we're saying, do you have to go potty? Or do you need to use the restroom, right? I mean, when do you make that shift? Probably between three and four, you, you want them to start using bigger words. But potty is easier because their tongue mm -hmm. can literally not pronounce restroom, right, at 18 mm -hmm. months. So I talk about cannabis in that same way. It is not something that is separate from our lifestyle. It's completely inclusive in every single way. So speaking from that privilege, I do use cannabis in every single way. Topically, I ingest it. I smoke it. We, I now dab it. Thanks, Mario. Uh, <laughs> I eat it. Um, it's a, it's, I grow it, right? Mm -hmm. We press it. We juice it. So it is very much a part of our lifestyle practice, just like dandelion is and the tomatoes and the lavender in my backyard are. So when we talk about it with our kids, I say, you know, don't touch that. That's sticky. But I don't need yeah. to say that's weed. The world thinks it's bad. There was a war on drugs and they put black people in prison for it. <laughs> I mean, I talk to my 11 year old like that now. But at two years old, it's just a plant that that's sticky. Don't touch it. Right. Owie mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And it becomes something that's so integrated into your lifestyle that you're not having a conversation about cannabis, you know, in its singularity, mm -hmm. I mean. It's just about plant medicine more so. You know, I don't even necessarily separate it from as plant medicine. It's just another thing. It's another plant. Um, it's another food. Yes, as the conversation evolves. For example, when my, when my kids had to, when they started going into Red Ribbon Week, right? We don't call it D.A.R.E. anymore. It's Red Ribbon Week. Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they just rebranded it. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. They're like something flashy. I, we'll give you something flashy if you join yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> put that red ribbon on. I thought that was for HIV awareness. But oh, anyway, my God. Um, more irony, right, Diana? <laughs> I know. When, oh, I, when I realized that they're in this grade school, right? Now they're in the primary grades and they're participating in this and they're including cannabis as a drug and they're still calling it marijuana. Um, mm -hmm. And my my children know, you know, the history of the word marijuana and they're eight and 11. So we've entered into these conversations more so over the last year in light of, you know, the George Floyd and this, what I'm calling third reconstruction, which I'm grateful for. So it's given, and especially with them being at home, it's given me a real opportunity to just have some real conversations. They hear the media, they have questions, their friends are saying things. I'm super direct, a matter of fact. I keep it simple, you know, subject, predicate. So I'm a teacher. I think that helps mm -hmm. with how I, um, how I might convey a message. But I do have to remind them now that they're not going to share with everyone that mom smokes at home. Mm -hmm. And they know why. Uh, my son did say something though the other uh, last year during Red Ribbon Week. I heard him say, "Well, you know, cannabis is not a drug because drugs don't have seeds." Mm. And I was so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I think that like my only issue that I get hung up on is, and I mean, obviously, I'm dealing with a toddler, but how do you mm -hmm. make that transition from saying like this is medicine, and I know you don't, you're saying you don't separate it because. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm like, well, it's all plant. Plant medicine is plant. It's plants, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, guess you... I, say I, don't separate, I don't separate it from other plants. I, I just don't know how to explain the concept of medicine, I guess. That's my that's what I get hung up mm -hmm. on, because I'm like, if I say this is medicine, then I think, how does he know what medicine is? 
Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking, how question. did I know what medicine was? I don't. I yeah. think I only knew that there was poison and and not poison. You know, like that's poisonous. Don't touch it. It's it's bad. Yeah. And I don't want to go from that angle because then I think then he'll get confused about. Mm-hmm. Well, it- I mean, it's it's all about us us checking our own bias and our own frame of reference, right? So it's true. When we think of poison, do you? I mean, if we think of Tylenol as poison, then we're going to be imposing that belief onto our children, and that's our that's our prerogative and that's our job as parents right we're, we're passing on the values that we believe to be right mm-hmm. so I think the first time we heard of medicine was probably when we had a fever and mom said I'm going to give you some medicine to help your fever come down right and then we just accepted it like we took that Tylenol or that Motrin or whatever those cherry flavored drops were and it was okay right. and sometimes to be frank my kids have had fevers 101 I'm going to give you Tylenol you know I'll start with the peppermint oil but sure let's be real I have to understand that science is real and that there is right. this convergence of the two so as there should you know, be say, honestly <laughs> absolutely absolutely right it makes sense i mean we we want to progress we also want to study cannabis yeah. more so right. that we can use it more effectively so right I, I think you know in speaking to the developmental stage right now there really isn't a need for you to have this deep conversation about cannabis mm-hmm. it's just here it is. This is what mom's doing. Or even, you know, mom's going outside to take a break mm-hmm. versus to smoke. And I, I have told my, my son, like, I really don't want you to smoke because your frontal lobe is developing. Right. If you want to try edibles and integrate cannabis into your life another way, just let me know when. We'll do it together. That's awesome. I love it. Um, I think that's fairly important, too, because if you if, I think that if you try to play up the, the secretive side of it, you know, if you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this that that just makes them want to try it more you know um, and that's what you said right about right. how dare was counterproductive i mean exactly. that's the thing the only thing you're teaching a two-year-old is how to keep secrets right they have no concept of medicine or cannabis whatsoever right so by by your energy by you by you feeling shame and then sharing that through that energy that's all you're teaching them is how to keep secrets right i mean i've said it before i smoke cigarettes because my parents i saw them do it and then they told me i couldn't do it <laughs> And it was, there was no explanation as to why I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no discussion about like what this can do for the rest of your life. And so if it had been that discussion, I would be like, okay, I understand why you're doing this now and I shouldn't, but it wasn't, it was like, Mm. oh, you can't have this. You can't try it. And I was like, okay, well, I think I can. Right, right. And it's like I think me, I was like super conforming. I was like, okay, you said don't do that, I won't do it. If you if I do what you say, I get more stuff, okay. Right. I mean, I was good at making (laughs) it look like I did everything, you know. I was like one of those like behind the scenes bad kids, like (laughs) (laughs) but that's because my parents didn't uh foster a very open and honest communication, you know. And if they had, it would have been a different story. Um, I just think that like when you take out the, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the suspense of it all. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is boring, you know? Like that's it. That's exactly it. You talk about it, it all the that's time. I don't care. Not... Yeah. They're like, oh, that's weed. Yeah. No big deal. Like it's no big deal. And it's really hard for me to explain that to people until they see it. Right. Or when they come to the kind casa, right? And they're here and they're like, and my son goes to literally like get my lighter or something, which some people might say, oh my God, they might be like, you know, turning up their nose at me right now. Right. But um, 
it's so normal that he knows that's mom. It's the same way he can't go take a fifth of whiskey out of the cabinet. I mean, it's the same way he can't go take the oregano and just pour it all over the macaroni and cheese he's allowed to make. But here's the thing. They used to be able to do that. I mean, watch Mad Men or talk to my husband about what he, he used to walk through Baltimore City as a child. I mean, that is way more dangerous than handing somebody a lighter or, you know, being in proximity of a plant that they can't get high off of just by looking at it or touching it you know thank you thank you Um, and it's just it's just so bonkers to me did your husband did your husband smoke did he smoke cigarettes he did okay because he was in a home of people who smoked cigarettes so we can safely assume our children are going to consume cannabis right (laughs) but i also think that it was another thing where his parents talked to him about like this is a very dangerous thing we know we're doing and it's like it's addictive and that's why we're doing it you know I think like smoking hemp rolls is a different thing because it's not addictive. And I think you have to be really honest about those conversations. Um, Yeah. Can you become physically dependent on pain relief? Yes. That's not the same thing. Um, And having Mm -hmm. relief from symptoms, having homeostasis, you're not going to get that from alcohol or nicotine, you know? So I think like if they can start to slowly understand that concept, I don't know. I think it would definitely change <laughs> the conversation um, a little bit, but you never know. And there it's are like... <laughs> so many people who still have really no clue that yeah. they're um, that they just have zero zero knowledge of around cannabis, and primarily that's a club kindness member. They come to us because they are so ignorant. You know, they heard something, and they got my card from someone. And but I'll tell you, I'm still really explaining um that it's that it doesn't kill brain cells i'm still debunking that myth today right and i i don't know how you have the patience to do that but do you share any of the topics you discuss yeah (laughs) right you're like hold on let me explain it um (laughs) hold on open your mouth no i'm kidding (laughs) we can't do that anymore because (laughs) pandemic oh my god but um (laughs) i know that you you're uh, you know forward facing all, all over the place. You're you're doing webinars, you're doing panel discussions, podcasts, talk shows, everything. I mean you're you're grabbing every chance to educate and normalize uh, this conversation. So do you share any of the topics with your children that you talk about publicly? Do you run it by them at all? I mean, how does that work with you? Yeah. Um the children are very much involved in every aspect of my business in that they are the characters in the book. Um, that's, that's our real life. They, my son takes all of, all the pictures you see on my Instagram. That's him. Aww. He does a better job than my husband. That's <laughs> like, awesome. This is blurry. And my son takes the camera and he's like, hold on, mom, turn your way, put, put your left shoulder forward. Done. One shot. So, oh, wow. um, I, they said they want to, you know, join me in the business. We are making some changes with Club Kindness where we're going to become much more forward-facing and produce a lot more digital media. And they want to be heavily involved in that. I have My studio is in my house. So they're here watching. Um, when we do our live Twitch shows, my son is in the back on Twitch telling us if the sound goes out. Um, yeah, they're very, very involved in what I do publicly because I want to make sure that they're never blindsided. As we go down this journey, my goals are to really use my voice in any way I can, like you said. And I mean, I, I'll say it here loud and proud, like I'm coming for Oprah's position mm-hmm. uh, with a much more inclusive focus. <laughs> right. And um, 
that means that my children will be directly affected by that or impacted, I should say. So I want them to be armed and I want them to choose how much in the limelight they want to be. You don't see my daughter as much as you'll see my son because she's shy. I call her my sergeant in arms, you know, she'll always tell me like if my outfit is right or not, but she won't be on camera a whole lot. So yeah, they're, they're, they're here, especially because of the pandemic. I mean, they're in the freaking house with me every day, all day. Right. Now, so <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I think that, yeah, it, it, we, the only way you can make real change in that kind of Oprah way is if you, sh- if you involve your whole family and you, I mean, you're really actually putting your money where your mouth is and doing the work and including everybody. And that's incredible. Um, so what advice do you have for parents who have no idea where to start with the com- uh, cannabis conversation? That's a really good question. And it's, and it's a hard one. Um, I would say, you know, everything begins with self. I always, I've been saying lately, check yourself, check yourself, and then check yourself again, because mm-hmm. it starts with you. So what are your own biases? What's the reason you're withholding this conversation? Are you withholding the conversation or are you just ignorant and you need answers? Are you curious? Are you against it? And Mm -hmm. um, then it goes, why am I against it? What do I really know about it? So it becomes, it always comes back to what actual knowledge do I have? What research have I done? So it's really easy to do this thing called Google. You go (laughs) www.google.com and there's this cool rectangle there and you can type whatever you want into it and a bunch of information comes up. So I would say I'm not being condescending. I'm really high right now. No, that's say- like a really good thing to say. I wish I could say that more often. And I've like to actually started texting it. Like, you know, there's a thing called fucking Google. I mean, what did I say that? Oops. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, it's like people go, Oh wait, you're doing this thing. Can you just like answer everything right now? I have questions, all the questions. And you're like, no, I'm busy. I don't I'm have busy. time for this. <laughs> Yeah, I took the time to Google it. You know, I give my right. talk, my sort of like who I am and why I'm here talk for my yeah. TED talk or whatever. And I'll say, I, I I asked Siri, what is the natural remedy for chronic pain? And that bitch told me cannabis. <laughs> and people just crack up laughing. I'm like, yeah, I Googled it. And so, I mean, it's it's it sounds so simple. And, you know, for those who don't have access to the internet, I understand. But really... Really, if you're walking around with a smartphone, whether it's prepaid or not, just right. Google it. Absolutely. Like you need to look it up and you'll find, oh my goodness, I can't believe I was thinking this all this time. I mean, I and have... you can call Club Kindness and we can help you navigate. Well, there you go. Exactly. I mean, I, just on this show, I have interviewed over 200 people in the last like four plus years. And Amazing. all you have to do is listen to any of these episodes <laughs> to listen to hear and find out so much. I mean, literally every episode I learned something new and it's like, I just don't understand why people can't take, you know, I mean, just try five minutes, just five minutes. You can learn it's, so much. In five you know, minutes. It's entitlement. It's ego. It's laziness. It's vanity. It's conditioning. Yeah. It's so many things. And, and I think that's why when, when, you know, for me, I'm really comfortable using my voice much like yourself. Mm-hmm. And so we do it right. We just yeah. do it. And I think that we're going to always have to keep doing that and then raising little versions of ourselves who keep sharing that information. That's true. Um, <laughs> let's hope that I can do that. <laughs> so before we end, you have been so gracious by offering a giveaway and a discount code for listeners. Um, so let's start with the giveaway. Um 
do you want to we didn't even talk about this i want to give I'm away sorry. your favorite thing um <laughs> yeah let's give away your favorite thing the book and then let's add to it okay two of the new shirts for canna mom and canna dad get a like Okay, so what should people email your highness podcast at gmail.com to qualify for the giveaway? Hmm. I want to know what's the number one question you have right now about talking with your children about cannabis? There you and go. How old is this child that you're talking about? So give me a range. Like <laughs> yeah. My 11 to 13 year olds, I need to know this. <laughs> one question, easy question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, so is there anything that you want to promote specifically before we go? How can people in this industry best support you and where can they find you? I know that was like three questions, but. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's such a great question. It's one answer. It's miskindness.com. From there, you can find the book. From there, you can gain access to me for coaching if you need it. From there, you can gain access to Club Kindness, our member portal, our Responsible Brands Registry, the CBD line, everything. Um, what I would really love people to do who are listening to this, and I suspect there will be a lot of parents listening to this episode, is get the book. Mm -hmm. Because I'm certain it will change your lens around the plant. Just because it's just so normal. The family's just hanging out. Yeah. And mom really does talk about how she presses these leaves and how she's putting them in a lot cabinet. And then yeah. get ready for book two because Ooh. young son, Michael Root, he's going to go visit the neighbors and he's going to interface with the community because we have to tackle those issues as well. I love that interface with the community. That's such a cool way to say that. <laughs> you know what I such mean. Such a teacher way to say it. Um, <laughs> no, but let me reiterate one more time. So we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to do one copy. One person can win a copy of this beautiful book and, uh, a t-shirt. Um, so let me just say it one more time. This is an amazing book because it doesn't just talk about cannabis. I don't think I made this clear earlier. It goes through the whole garden and it talks about all of the plants and, and how it all, like, this is my, my son loves photosynthesis. That's why I got so excited about it. Um, I mean, you're talking about like herbs and how they are companion plants and all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just love this so much. Uh, this is something I learned from. So I think, you know, beyond children, everybody should get a copy of this book. And you said misskindness.com? Misskindness.com. Awesome. And um, again, the email address is yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. All right. So I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And I want to have you back anytime. This was so much fun, Diana. I'm, I'm glad we made it happen. Same. Thank you. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.